This is a Podcast Now production. Hello, lovely, and welcome back to the Baby Cargar Podcast. It's episode two. Episode Yay! two. Episode two. Have we got a song? Got a song for episode two? Da, 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 da. It's episode two. No. <laughs> so, no, no. Oh. I can't think of anything. No, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> You're listening to the Baby Gaga podcast. So, Friday, how's your week been? Well, it feels like yesterday was Monday. It's gone so quick. It has yeah. been a really quick week. It's been gorgeous. It has been a gorgeous week this week. Time flies when you go into the woods. Into the mm. woodlands. <laughs> it's been a lovely week. So we've had a really acoustic, holistic, let's listen to just pure music and singing this week, which has been really, really nice. Yeah. yeah. Some gorgeous little first moments as well. Yes, had lots of firsts this week, which was gorgeous. Mm. So lovely. And we've got Lucy with us today. Hello. Hey, Dude. Lucy. A new voice. I this, know. Is this is exciting. <laughs> I've heard the podcast, but I've never been on a podcast. Now yeah. Here. yeah. Sat in our studios on the floor in the fake grass, which is always lovely. <laughs> So, Lucy, you're one of our, you're, you're like one of our very first mummies that came to Baby Gaga as well. Yeah, as soon as I was allowed with my baby, March I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was brilliant actually. I, um, I remember walking past your shop all the time during lockdown, not mm-hmm. open, well, I, th- I think, no, I remember being built and then seeing it and thinking, what is that? Like, because you really stood out on the street. So I'm a local Rami person. Yeah. Finding out. And yeah, I uh, came in one day and um, spoke about my little boy. And the next day, Rachel literally rang me to talk to me about him. So oh. that was really lovely. That was a nice special touch. Oh. It's not something I'd ever had before in others. So uh that immediately kind of felt like there was something different about yeah. Baby Gaga. And then I think whenever the next term started, I, I was there. Yeah. And you've been here ever since. I have, which yeah. Which has been lovely. Yeah, you're not going to get rid Do of us. Do you know, us. I I actually completely forgot that I rang you, because now it seems ages ago. Mm. But I remember you coming in and me thinking, it was coming towards the time of us being able to open for toddlers. Yeah. And I remember giving you a call because what you told me at the time when you came in that day just really resonated because both of our little ones have had a similar developmental mm. kind of journey or the frustrations around going through a journey like that in a lockdown. and Yeah, and in a pandemic. In a <laughs> pandemic when you've got all the kind of delays anyway with things like hospital appointments and referrals yeah. and even things like health visitors Or visiting. just cancelled completely. Or just cancelled yeah. or delayed or just these huge, huge waiting lists. So... I do remember kind of feeling quite, oh, I, want, I really want to speak to you just so that you feel you've got somewhere you could come that you'd like be welcomed. Yeah. But that's really like, it just completely slipped my mind because you've been with us now for so long. Mm. It's lovely. And then you're also coming on board. I am. With the Baby very, Gaga very train. Excited. Mm. Yeah. It is exciting. So tell us a little bit about your background. So, well, I used to be a brand manager. I say used to be because I haven't actually had a job in five years. I've been busy raising a family. So. Oh, well, which, which one's itself, harder though? 
Which one's harder? Mm, definitely the kids. It is. <laughs> definitely, definitely. definitely the kids. I had. I've got three kids, so um, yeah. I didn't know that. Did you not? No. Oh. Yeah, my oldest is seven, and then my little girl, she is five. Yeah, I didn't know you had what I always knew about your little girl. I didn't know you had an yeah, older one as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, busy mummy. I know. Mummy of three, I know. So how is that? Like, I'm, I always find it really interesting because we spend all this time really pushing, you know, through university and like thriving mm. towards a career. And then we have children and a lot of the time, all of that hard work, we do kind of put on the back burner for a little while. So yeah. how has it kind of felt now? Did you start to get a bit of an itch? Of Yeah, do you know what? I, I've been doing a bit this week. Because it's been so long, I thought I would feel a bit rusty getting into it, a bit like, oh. But it was, I felt like a bit like me again. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I was on the phone this today to someone. My husband walked through the house as he heard me on the phone and he was going back going, oh, look at you, you're back in the game. Oh, <laughs> oh I love that. Bless him. I feel like back in the job I used to be, you had to be very savvy, mm -hmm. but it, you have to be savvy with children as well. But it's a different kind of savvy. It's a different though. kind of savvy, you know. Mm. Things you can't get away with with kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, I think it's a creative side of you as well. And I don't think you realise how much you miss it until you are back yeah. in it for you to then go, oh, I feel like a little piece that was missing is, is slotted yeah. back in. And sometimes like, I speak to some mums and they get some guilt around that and they're like, oh, yeah. I feel guilty saying that I really love my job or vice versa, they feel guilty saying that I want to give it up for my children. Mm. And I think it's a really difficult place that we get ourselves into. But I think as long as you're doing what feels right for you and what makes you feel the most yourself yeah. that is surely the healthiest thing for you mm. and for your children yeah but speaking of which so what did it look like for you then going into lockdown with your children so you weren't working then no so you didn't get furloughed or all these no, like funny no. grants and things oh no no I, I was fully full-time mum my little girl was at nursery so all the nurseries were closed so I had her my eldest was in school in year one and then I had my little boy my youngest who was always around anyway he wasn't in nursery at that time so mm -hmm. I found myself sort of having quite a lot of time just with my youngest you know going to classes and that mm -hmm. to having all three at home every day and on top of that trying to teach my eldest you know school yeah. <laughs> what, what meant to, so it was definitely a big shock to the system yeah I suppose a one saving grace of having my husband work from home he never worked from home before whereas he then he was just completely there so he could at least sort of help me out here and there so I did have that support I think at one point on his lunch period bless him he used to do maths with my eldest that was oh. his maths hour with death yeah literally all, that's what it was they like they do it all completely different now though don't they oh. I know like oh. my sister was showing me some of the stuff that my niece was having to do yeah. she was yeah five um, how long ago was the lockdown now I think she was year four year in four. the first lockdown and yeah. my sister was sending me stuff and she was like any idea and my sister's an accountant so, <laughs> and she, oh I was God. like how are they doing it it's they the way change they teach. the way they do it yeah, now. it's the way they teach yeah. them and, you, and it's completely in your head you different think, but it's, it's so much easier just to do this way yeah like, there's obviously a you reason have to follow that they're it. teaching yeah, them that way yeah there's a method isn't there mm. to the madness but, but yeah don't we all feel a little bit snug now though the fact that when we were at school Yes, snug. Yeah. Oh, you said snug as Sat in the studio with the I did, I was like, like well, snuggling in here. With right. our grass. <laughs> okay, do it, uh, sorry. I was like, you don't feel around warm. No, don't you all feel a bit 
smug now no, though no. like when we were at school and they were like oh well you're never gonna have a calculator in your pocket the whole time and we we're like ha well now oh, we yeah. have smartphones so now you don't, Always... I don't think they predicted like alexa no. as well and like siri and google to <laughs> it's become so much what it became now. yeah it is it's true it's easier but then it's also harder because i think children become a little bit more like complacent then because they go oh, i can just get the answer from this or from yeah. this or from this yeah so that's yeah. difficult. It. Yeah, I'll just Google it. Yeah, my, my little boy will say to me, my eldest, he'll say, why, you know, for whatever, you ask a question about something and then you're like, mommy, can you just Google it? Like, oh, what about when you had um, to go to the library and go get out an library, or there was that Encarta? I was just about Encarta? to say the computer uh, like CD-ROM, wasn't like, it? Yeah. Encarta 97. Oh my oh, yeah. gosh, I forgot Do you about remember? I used to love it. That's how you did all your school projects. I, oh wow, I was I obsessed totally with it. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's like the floppy disk, completely gone. I see all my homework used to go onto a floppy disk and I used to really enjoy decorating the label with felt tips. <laughs> Oh, you do seem like that sort of person. I was but that then type. Becky's that sort of person. I used to write on my hand with scented gel pens, so did she. Oh. No, I used to love backing my books. Oh, with, with like with birthday paper. Anyway, we're really going off sorry. on a tangent now. <laughs> sorry. I know. Back in, but that was amazing when you used to have to back your books with wrapping paper. Did mm-hmm. you used to do that, Lucy? I did. And I also used to cover them in all my favourite uh, celebrities that I fancied and, and like laminate them. So they oh, stayed nice. See, my, she went one step further, she laminated them. Oh, my yeah. mum used to give me brown paper. Oh no. I mean, that's really upsetting. And that all my books were brown paper. Did you get to draw on the ground? Nope. Well, I didn't want to draw on them because I'm fussy like that. But <laughs> you wanted to keep them I wanted nice to keep them neat. neat, but they were all brown. So it didn't help because you'd go, oh, which book is it? And then you had to read them all to check. Oh, that's a hard Gosh, life, isn't I it? I know. Yeah, how could you? I know. It's, I know, like, right? it's like you live in a Charles Dickens novel. <laughs> <laughs> so, lockdown as a mum, tricky. Oh. Yeah, it's definitely the hardest time as a mum I have ever been through and ever didn't even realise I would ever experience. The first one, now I look back, I feel like it wasn't too bad, but the second one was just, it was awful. Like the first one, it felt like a bit of a holiday to my kids. Did we you were used saying to do that. the Joe Wicks workouts? We did try. For and like then, the first week. Well, the thing is, they wanted me to join in, and then after <laughs> like the first 10 minutes, I was like, they were quite hard, though, else. to be fair. Mm. They weren't the easiest. Yeah. No, they weren't. Um, but the second one, because it came out of the blue, the schools got closed completely out yeah. of the blue. My eldest, who he's very, you know, he's very hardy usually, he just had a complete sort of emotional breakdown really Aww. just ev- just everything kind of it was of, within a day though wasn't it, it? That, exactly yeah. you it know like, it wasn't fun anymore no. he just he yeah, wanted to see his friends he wanted just wanted to do his yeah. activities and his clubs and exactly. things exactly and the fact that I had to teach him as well kind of put stress on our relationship as well because mm. I'm trying to teach him these things but he doesn't really obviously he doesn't see me as a teacher so yeah he didn't want to sort of believe everything I was telling him, yeah. even though yeah. it was He's going to question oh. stuff, isn't he? Even though you know you're right, he's going to question exactly. it because he's like, you're not Exactly, you're, not, you're teacher. not the teacher. Yeah, how do you know, mum, kind mm. of thing. So um, it was definitely testing and not something I'd ever want to experience again. I mean, amazingly, I think he actually has done better in school now since. I think because obviously he'd got one person just teaching him the whole time yeah having that one-on-one exactly you know it's like having a private tutor Mm. uh, despite everything we went through he's kind of thriving now I wonder if as well that they would 
almost not take it for granted anymore. Like kids have actually gone back to school and gone, oh, I was just this about is to so much that. better than yeah. when we were <laughs> on Zoom. Teach. I remember we watched that video of my niece on Zoom, do you remember? And yeah. her, they were all asking questions and they had to shout in and my sister was videoing her for some reason because I think she had some exciting news to tell them. And she was shouting through and the sound on my sister's laptop stopped working so none of them could hear her. Aww. And she's going, miss, miss miss and then she was like typing in and all you could hear all the kids on the screen saying oh she's trying to get through like and the teacher just said amy lou we can't hear you and you just saw her like oh oh, god it broke my heart yeah i was like that must be so difficult and like when it would go down or something the wi-fi Mm. it's not their fault no get real stressed yeah i I 100% agree with what you just said beck i don't think they are going to take it for granted Mm. because i 100% took school for granted Mm. and it's when we look back now and we wish oh, I wish I'd have made the most of it. They've had that period where they've been away and now mm. they're going to be able to come back to it and go, oh yeah, now I can make the most of it. Yeah. So we probably will see a massive spike in like higher grades. Mm. And it's hoping, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. there's the other side of it though, because I taught a lot of children through lockdown online. Mm. Imagine yeah. a singing teacher online. <laughs> it wasn't fun from a technical perspective. Yeah. But from a... It was hard because I would see them start to change and start to become a little bit more in the shell and start to see them. But then I've since seen that on the other side as well from teaching face-to-face again. A lot Mm. of kids have now got social anxieties that they didn't have before. Mm. And this was kind of leading on then to my next question around like coming to classes and things. Like I remember the first time I went into like a busy place post-lockdown and it really freaked me out how busy it was. And it was only Tesco, but I just remember being a bit like... Why are, they, why are people walking in different directions and what's going on? And like, yeah. where, where is this like social distancing and everything? And I remember feeling quite overwhelmed. And even now, still like today, if I go into a room that's very, very busy, I'm still, I'm a bit like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Mm. But our children also have that same emotion and we forget that they also had that time when it was just really quiet at home. Yeah. There was only a couple of people around. They had their own space and things. And pushing them back into like school is quite a lot, I think, for a lot of children. And we yeah. saw it, didn't we, when we first opened here for toddlers mm. in March. Mm-hmm. Some of them just wouldn't move off, off their mum's knees. Some yeah. of them found it really difficult to come into the room. Some of them were just very, very wary, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Or just very, very quiet. Yeah. And would you say your little one was probably fit into that category back then? Well, it's funny, really, because he wasn't so bad for the first couple of months, but then we had the summer holidays and then you probably all remember September when we came back, he just couldn't be in the room. He, was, he just suddenly got really anxious. Mm. And mm. I think it was because he started nursery then as well. Yeah. So there was a lot of change happening. And like you were saying earlier, my youngest can't deal with change very well. He likes his routine. And obviously being through lockdown, you know, he, he's used to like the, it, the same thing happened every day yeah. for a long time. So um, yeah, I think it really made a an effect on him I mean he, he's got his own difficulties anyway but for the first time I was seeing a, oh, actually now he's quite an anxious person and a shy person and I remember being in the class of the second time in after he was like that to me I was like oh I feel bad because he's just crying his eyes out in the corner and I was like it's going to affect everyone's class and I remember yeah. you guys were just so good with me and him they know it doesn't matter don't worry about them you know just let him do it in his own time, mm-hmm. you know, go yeah. out there, have a biscuit, have a coffee, let him calm down, and then we'll keep bringing him in. 
And it was really good with you, Sam, at the start, because you weren't doing the classes then. When no, you, you no, 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 I wasn't tutoring But then, he no. really loved you on reception, didn't he? You had, mm-hmm. like, a connection with him anyway. And you used to come into the class anyway just to come sit with him for a bit sometimes, yeah, 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 which yeah. really helped as well. So, yeah, you guys have, well, I, like we were saying before, when we had no sort of support during lockdown and that, I felt like you guys have been, like, the one people in my corner, you know, helping mm. with, with him. Yeah. And I think as well around, like, he does sometimes get upset in classes, but mm. loads of our children do. Yeah. And even our very small babies, and I always, I felt it before as a mum, Everly did it to me the other day at gymnastics. Oh, she, she had a, she had a three-nager moment. Yeah. And I was like, swallow me up, world. Yeah. Right because yeah. she started crying it, and I couldn't get it. It was because no. the hot chocolate machine was broken. How could they? And oh. I, I literally... It's understandable to be fair. Yeah. Well, Everly is very, very similar to a lot of our babies because she was only very small when we went into mm. lockdown. She has a routine and if you mess with her routine, yeah. it really does kind of throw her off. So every time we go to watch Aria at gymnastics, Everly has a hot chocolate. Yeah. Well... It's the same people that do our hot chocolate machines. Oh, right. I know, right? I know, right? And it was broken and I couldn't believe it. So I had to say to her, it's not working, darling, it's broken. And the only way we could get her to come out of her little spiral end is one of the staff is like, I've got some tokens in the back to like override the system. Because it was because it wasn't wasn't connecting to like the internet or whatever. So we couldn't take payments as a machine so that they could get her a hot chocolate. But I was like, surely every single person in here is watching me right now and every single yeah. gymnast can't do the splits or whatever because all they can hear is Everly crying. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, it's not a handstand. You know, I, can you tell I didn't do gymnastics? No. Um, but it's never the case. It no. always feels worse, feels I think, worse for the to you, doesn't it? Yeah, because yeah. you sit there in that class thinking, oh my gosh, this is ruining everybody's class. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. Um, you know, it's never quite as bad as you think as a parent, just because mm. a you want you want your child to be okay, but you're also just kind of like, please stop, yeah, please, like, come on, you're all right. You're kind um, of in that two minds where you don't want to give up on. Like, I was very much like, I'm not giving up, like, because I no, I staying. want him to stay. To yeah, but oh god, I'm ruining everyone else's time. Mm. Is what I thought in my head, yeah. you know, at the time. So the yeah. thing is, you're in the the best place for that to happen because you're in a classroom full of parents or grandparents so every single one of them just it's had that moment before they just empathize with you it is something that I say to at the beginning I know Rachel you say I think Sam now says as well at the beginning of terms with new people it's like if little one cries it's okay because if if people left every every time they cried We'd never get through that. I would never have Becky no, yeah. at work. She'd be going home every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it today. It's like, if your child's emotional, don't apologize for it. No. Like they're having their moment. That point where they can't explain to us what they're feeling and mm. ha- like mm. what's going on with them. So don't apologize for them. I mean, yeah, say sorry if they're like destroying something or they're hurting another child. Like, mm. yeah, apologize away. But don't apologize for your child just Sometimes being just be there. Just a little bit unsure. Yeah, just being yeah. there. Just because they're unsure. So would you say coming to a regular class, even though we do explore things like a new theme every week, so the structure's always there, but it often looks very, very different here. Yeah. Do you think that's done good? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it's changed his routine up a bit in terms of, you know, like we were saying in lockdown, it was just boring, wasn't it? It was just in the house or walking around. Whereas he's experiencing something different every week, but it's in the same safe setting. Mm -hmm. And I think what else has really helped that 
you guys started to send him a little presentation of what the room was going to be and what the theme was going to be every mm-hmm. week. So yeah. that I think that was really special because... I could take him through that. He particularly liked it when I went through each of you, actually. I had your faces uh-huh. on. He particularly you're liked see going Rachel, through you're going to see Becky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what would happen. And then take him through, you know, and I'll just take him through it every now and then and like every so often. And I think from then he did seem a bit, it, it was gradual, but he did seem to get a bit more easier in the room, like mm. less anxious. Yeah. And I think that's helped him again being at nursery as well it's helped him come out of himself and be socializing with other children yeah get to experience different things as well yeah Yeah. i mean i quite like to add into that and i mean i I don't want to sound like i'm blowing my own trumpet right now Mm. but since he's been in my class and Mm. we i've been obviously doing classes with him yeah the progression and the change that we've seen in him has been Mm. outstanding it's been so good but it's because I always try to give him the energy that yeah. I want him to give to me. Yeah. So it's almost like I really, like, I know that we had that, we built that special bond of when I was working on reception and coming through. But when he comes into class, I try and give him the energy that he can then feed on to then give back to mm. me. Yeah. And he'll come in and we did a session today. Yeah. And He's a bit, in and he, he was a little bit shy, bit, to, little bit shy to start with. Yeah. And then he saw that I was giving him that energy and then yeah. it was just like, ah, Cool. Yeah. And he, he got into it. And then by the end of the class, yeah, he, he Is that, just yeah. being him. And it's just great. It's just yeah. really, really nice to see. Yeah, yeah he's I got th- a true bromance with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think he's definitely, he's one of those little kids that's like one-on-one. Mm. He yeah. likes that yeah. sort of, he will bond with you. But when it's yeah. like a lot of people, it's just a bit sort mm. of, he's just obviously not an outgoing child. Yeah. But it, honestly, it, there is, yeah. And that'll be his personality. But it does seem to be, there's a lot of children within that same age bracket that seem to have similar struggles around mm, yeah. large groups or yeah. around being singled out or yeah. around us kind of saying, come on, stand up and like, you know, yeah. express. And they just kind of are a little bit internal. And I always find it interesting to see like, of course, like the t- as time goes on, if you were just coming to one class every now and then and being kind of sporadic with it on different days or whatever, mm. I would be really interested to see if it would have the same response as to whether now when he comes every week, he sees the same person yeah. and he knows what he's going to be getting. Yeah. But on top of that, he's then becoming braver in himself to step out. If it's the same kind of thing for a lot of our children. Mm. And, it, the, you know, the more that they are coming, the more like braver they're getting and the more confident oh, yeah, they're getting. And, yeah, this is one of his constants in his life now. Yeah, <laughs> like forever. Yeah, oh, never losing God. us. Yeah, it's one of the constants in his life, but it's enriched his life as well. So yeah. it's something safe now, but it also pushes him a little bit, which is good. Yeah. Mm. You know, like he still gets a bit nervous, but... It, yeah it's definitely pushed him he's come on re- loads in the last couple of weeks as well and i think he's a lot happier because he's able to communicate a bit more with everyone yeah um which is nice and um i think the different ways that you guys communicate with them all so through the music through the singing you know it's not just about one way of communicating and so a different well. types of communicating work mm-hmm. for different children so with yeah. mine for example he loves the musical instruments oh, yeah, whenever yeah, you come yeah, up yeah, to yeah. him and play something with him he's immediately on that yeah. and that's just and i've noticed at home he just loves yeah. musical instruments so i think that's but his recall as well 
Yeah. If you were to do an action, he, he then does it back it. to you. Yeah. His recall is so quick. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, so I think the fact that you've got different ways of communicating with them, that they can find their own way of what they mm-hmm. think. Yeah. What works for each child, if you know what yeah. I mean. One of them will like the dancing. Yeah. You know, you'll see them, some of them just stood there like doing the dancing or doing yeah. the... Um, the sign language to the hello song I noticed yeah. a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little baby doing that today they'll say yeah so even if they are at a speaking age a confidence thing will mean that they don't say anything but they'll wave back or they'll say thank mm-hmm. you back so Lucy would you say out of kind of like out of 10 what would you rate a baby class for being useful for communication and useful for building confidence for our little ones uh, absolutely 10 because as I was saying before it's giving them the instrument and I don't literally mean instrument is giving them a different type of instrument to communicate mm-hmm. so so my little boy he can't talk and he's not verbal at all so he's using other ways to communicate and I don't think he would have got that without you guys encouraging that out of him bringing it out of him because mm-hmm. um, you guys really focus on that for mm-hmm. him I think if anyone is struggling with their children particularly in communication they seem shy coming to baby gaga classes particularly for me and i've been to a few classes in in the past with all my children uh, <laughs> i've been around i've been i have been around with a lot of children <laughs> yeah it's the method that you guys do it's completely different to anything i've seen it's the one on one time you give to them even yeah. though it's a, it's it's a group class you still you know, you always, all of you all go around individually to each baby mm-hmm. always throughout. And I think that's really special. And I think that mm. definitely helps with communication, bring them out of themselves. Mm. Do you think as a mum, you felt more heard coming to Baby Gaga classes? Absolutely. That is another special thing. Well, I've, I feel like I've become friends with you guys. Totally um, friends. Absolutely. <laughs> but I often turn up ranting about, particularly to you, Rachel, about what different appointments, who hasn't got back to me, you know, Mm -hmm. just all the sort of problems I've had with getting the help for my little boy and you've just listened to me rant about it and you've... And what's also special is whenever I've seen you, you've asked me what's happening with him, you know, when's his next appointment, tell me and that. And it's lovely that you've got all... You've got so many babies coming in, but you still still remember... Yeah, about. I think yeah. so. I definitely feel like you're not just another person, you know, another mum turning yeah. up, you know. Yeah. I think we wanted to. Obviously, I never imagined the business would have quite as many customers as we have. Mm. And it was something I always wanted. And I remember laying it on really thick when Becky first started. I was like, I want us to learn all of their names. Mm. I want us to know all of our parents. I want to know what they do. I want them to feel heard, which was easier at the beginning because there was a lot less of you. Um, But now (laughs) as time goes on, I do feel like we've created a new skill. And I'll often like blame it on the fact that we have like professional training and we've had to learn lines and songs and routines. Mm. But we do remember yeah. so many of our babies. Like we remember, especially towards the end of term, I'd say we're literally 90% there on names, all of us, with babies' names. But we get really good with the parents' names mm. as well. But I think it's because it is part of our ethos as a, as a, as a company to, to genuinely love and care. And I was like, obviously really picky with my staff around that because I wanted them to be of a caring nature as well. <laughs> um, but with Sam, like with uh, Becky especially, like you, like me and her... <laughs> We've had many a conversation in tears when we're talking about because some of our babies, bless them, they've had to go through cancer treatment. They've had yeah. quite quite horrible like accidents and things have happened. Mm. Obviously, we see so many babies every week mm. naturally 
you know, some have gone through quite a lot. Yeah. And losing parents, which was really tricky. Yeah. And Becky and I will just sit there and get really <laughs> emotional about no. these stories. But it's because we genuinely, part of the business is I always wanted us to almost give like a bit of a virtual hug when you come to Baby yeah. Gaga as well. Yeah. And it's nice to hear that that does kind of come through. Resonate. Like, yeah. yeah, it does kind of come through. But it was because I used to go to classes. No one ever knew anything really about mm. me or, or even about my little ones like they never would ask an, any questions really about my children to the point where they would then know enough about them like I don't my children weren't particularly naughty so it's not like they were the ones that were always running off or they yeah. were because as a tutor mm. I know you yeah. always learn the naughty kids don't you you always learn their names um, mm. but they weren't particularly quiet either they were just kind of in the middle so they just never got noticed and no. I never got noticed and you you know you go every week but you didn't I didn't ever feel like it was giving me a huge amount of value so yeah. it's nice to kind of hear that it is kind of giving mm. something back which is good I suppose it's also that thing as well that it'll come naturally to us because it's what happens when you enjoy your job and you love what you do. It's second nature, isn't it? He yeah. loves his job. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Like if, 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 you, if, you, if you if you if you hate what you're Does doing, he and to do a messy play now. <sighs> I've been talking about that all week, actually. I'll what go about into messy it. play. Yeah, because obviously we're saying about the theme for next week, and one of the mums was like, uh, "Is it is it going to be messy? Like, is it going to involve water?" I was like, "No." I was like, like have you been to our phone party though? I was like, it, it's not, it's not specified as like a messy play. I was like, because if it was, then I wouldn't be doing it. Because um, <laughs> one does not do meth, darling. He doesn't do meth. No, <laughs> I leave it to the ladies no. for the meth. <laughs> well, thank you, Lucy, so much for coming on today and having thank a chat you. with us about all things Baby Gaga. Mm. And she's coming on board to join the team. Yay. So I'm sure you'll be hearing. We'll be hearing more from Lucy as time goes mm. on. I'm sure. Totally Gaga. Totally Gaga. So Sam. What are you totally gaga for this week? So this week, I feel like every time that I talk about this is going to be about one of my little ones in my class. Mm. Um, but for Christmas, one of my... Well, actually, they were your class members, weren't they? What? At Christmas, when I got bought a little Christmas present. And it was oh, a little yes. set of plectrums. Yeah. But none of them were the same. But then I found two that were exactly the same. And I was mm. like, oh, that's cool. So I kept the two and I've kept the two all week mm. ready for him to come in. And I, I came in. They didn't know I was playing the guitar. So I played the guitar this week. I had both the plectrums in my pocket. So I was like, here's one for you. So like, it was oh. like, ah, oh, here's part of the Christmas present that you gave me. Yeah. You can have one so that you've got an exact one that matches what I've got. You should have seen his face. Oh. He was like, <gasps> he was absolutely like beside himself. It was oh. so cute. So yeah, I just felt like an absolute superhero. <laughs> Oh, so that, I am totally gaga for me being a superhero this week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blowing my own trumpet a lot this week, but yeah, I'll go with it. So how about you? What are you totally gaga for this week? It's actually not a moment that happened to me. We had a lady join us, a mm. mummy join us last week with twinnies. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And she came for the first time mm -hmm. and she sent us a little message afterwards to say how thankful yeah. she was and how much she enjoyed the session. Mm -hmm. But her message was just so, so lovely. She sent a message to say that she'd been a little bit anxious about coming yeah. with twinnies because obviously it's a handful mm -hmm. and she wasn't sure if she was going to be able to manage being on her own with yeah. the two little ones. And she said, 
it was from the moment she stepped in the door, she felt, actually, this is okay. Because mm-hmm. I think it was actually yourself that was, was it you that was on the front? Yeah, it was you, it was yeah. Me, I thought yeah. it was you on yeah. the front. So you took one of the twinnies in and helped mm-hmm. her in. And she said, just that little oh, I know. notion, that little... I know like, who you mean now. Yeah, that yeah. little helping hand. She said, was just, to us is something so small, but to yeah, her yeah, was yeah, massive. Yeah. And then she had help all the way through the class. Yeah. And yeah, I just thought when, because I saw the message, it came back first to yeah. me. So it, I felt like I was involved then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I was totally gaga for because it made me realize just yeah. that slightest little thing that we do yeah. is such a huge impact. Yeah, for... when, when you were explaining then, I was like, twins. Like, yeah. Because uh, it may sound weird to the listeners because they may think, oh, twins are rare. They're not. No, we've got quite a so few so many twins, twins here. Yeah. But mm. I just thought that was really lovely. And then she came back this week, but had to do a makeup session. So she was in with me today. Ah, uh, yes. Because she um, was originally Thursday, wasn't she? I think so. Yeah. yeah. She came in with me today and... Yeah, she was like, I just love it. I just love it here. And the oh, they were gorgeous as well. Yeah, they, were, they are cute. They love, love, love the sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm totally gaga for that. I just thought it was a really gorgeous yeah. little moment. And just that we've managed to, just to have such a lovely message from her. Yeah. And to know that we've managed to smooth out some anxieties for someone. Yeah. Just by doing something so little. Yeah. Make them so, feel more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. That was mine. So... That's it for today. Episode two, wrapped up, done. Wrapped up. Well, that was really nice for Lucy to come in. It was lovely to have Lucy come in. I it was a really, that. really nice chat. Yeah. So and hopefully we can she hear a bit the more. Set the bar high now for guests, guys. I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. So should we give everybody a big old bye you later? Yep. Yep. Bye you later. Bye you later. to the Baby Gaga podcast.